Salon Network. I just wanted to um, segue into this interview. A lot of you were waiting for part two of this interview, Bossy Lara, um, and we're halfway into the interview. Um, I had to break it into two parts because it was just a really long talk that we had, and we talked about so many important issues that are going on in the black and Latino community, um, important female issues. We talked about love and uh, life and grief and healing and so many amazing things. And I really want to say thank you to Bossy for coming on the Allen Network and being so candid and open and vulnerable, um, talking about what is going on with her and her life. And I say it many times during the second part of this interview that uh, whatever her testimony and her story is, is going to affect or help someone in their journey. I fully believe that, and I know that um, it, it, it will be. And I hope that you listening are touched by this woman's ability to open up and really dig deep into what is she is feeling. And at times during this part of the interview, it gets really hard for her to speak. And it gets hard for me as well to express what I'm feeling um, to her. And, and of course, in these situations, you know, when someone has experienced so much loss and grief, you want to tread lightly and, uh, and just make sure that you say the right thing, not even just the right thing. I just had to wait for, um, God to kind of open up what I was feeling. Cause whenever I speak to someone, I, I, I always think to myself, God, let me say the right thing, you know, speak through me to say something to someone that they need to hear. So in this situation, I, we take a lot of pauses because I think we're just kind of trying to navigate through what's the right thing to say in, in these circumstances. Again, thank you so much to Bossy for just being so candid and sharing, sharing what she's going through. It, I can't really imagine what it's like to lose someone that you love and to go on through life without them. I mean, I, I've lost family members before. I've had some pretty devastating things happen to me in my life, but you, you never can really walk in somebody's shoes. So that's why we always, well, I want to ask you today, if you are listening, um, to choose empathy, choose to try to open your mind up and walk in somebody else's shoes. So as you go through life and maybe someone is having 
someone is mean to you, someone's rude to you or something, and you can choose to, you know, get in your feelings and go off or whatever, but I feel like choose the higher road and, and just try to think about what this person might be going through. We just don't know, you know, bossy is a hustler. She works her behind off. She has many jobs. She looks like she on the outside, you know, she looks like she's got it all together. But, you know, we never really know what someone is going through on the inside. We just have no clue. And this is also something we need to keep in perspective for ourselves because we could see someone and be envious, envious of them and think that their life is so grandiose and awesome. But we have no idea what is really going on beneath the surface. So... As you listen to this, this interview, I want you to think about what is the trauma that is going on in your life? Have you had trauma in your life? Um, maybe you had, you know, someone touched you when you were young that was inappropriate. Maybe in your hood or where you lived, you experienced violence, gun violence. Um, some, maybe you lost a very close family member and you're still struggling with it, or you have something that you're really struggling with at this time, please just know that not all the time, you know, like we go to our family members and we talk to our family members and we ask them what their opinion is or what we should do. Know that sometimes those people that are closest to us, even though they mean well, and it's just that they see things different than a person on the outside sees things. They want to tell you what they feel you need to hear so that you can move forward fast and feel better. Now, if you go seek help outside of your family, to someone who does not know you or you seek group therapy or something like that outside of your immediate family or friends, someone who's an outsider may be able to give you the tools and say the things that you really need to hear, to heal, to heal, not just put a Band-Aid on it, to really heal. That's what we want to do. This interview, I wanted to do it so badly, and I'm so grateful to Bossy for coming on and doing it because I wanted to talk about how she was healing from all of this. What steps did she take to allow her to progress? And I know it's not easy. I know she still has amazingly awful days. I can only imagine what she's going through at this time or what any of you are going through at this time that have experienced an amount of grief or loss that you're having trouble 
dealing with. So I just want you to keep that in perspective as you listen to this interview. If you have to get help about something, please don't be ashamed. We need, as black and Latino people, we need to release that stigma, that idea, that vulnerability is a weakness. It's not. You know what is strength? Strength is not burying things and keeping going. Strength is not working unsurmountable amount of hours just to not have to face what is going on in your life. Real strength and power comes when you love yourself enough to dig deep and go, oh my goodness, I need help with this. We've seen too many people take their own lives. I know you've been seeing it in the media. People that we thought had it all together had the best lives, were blessed in ways that we were not blessed. Say, I can't take it anymore. This pain that I'm feeling, I don't want to be in this pain anymore. So they took a permanent fix on a problem that can probably be temporary. They chose a permanent route on something that an emotion, this energy that you feel, this pain is temporary. Please don't make a permanent decision for something that is temporary when you can find ways to seek help. That's the most important thing about this interview that I find now that we got from all of this for me saying, yes, Vossi, please come on when you're ready. I want to have you on. And she was ready to talk about this. Seek help. Depression is a real thing. It's painful. It hurts. It detriments your life. It slows you down. It hurts in your chest. Anxiety is a real thing. We as a people have to do better on how we deal with these things. I don't want to get so heavy and deep, but this is real life, y'all. Like, this ain't no joke. Like, people are dying. And not just from taking their own lives. But do you understand the power of your mind? The power of your mind. You could have poison inside of you, trauma inside of you that runs so deep that you can make yourself sick and disappear. That's what quitting is. Some people turn to drugs and alcohol, kill themselves like that. Some people become self-destructive and go looking for trouble. It's real life, y'all. It's real life, y'all. So let's get into it. Let's get into it right now.
Um, the second part of Bossy Lara's interview, I love you more. And right after this song that I'm going to play for you, um, Bossy Lara is called Me and You featuring T-Mills and uh, Bossy's love, Big Cholo. We're going to start the interview where we left off, right as she's talking about how after two weeks, Chola was like, I want you to be my girl, and gave her a ring in front of a couple of his friends. Like, pretty bold move, you know? And she was in a place where she was like, is this real? And realizing that she probably never wanted anything as much as she wanted this man, Big Cholo, at that moment. It's a real moment for women. <laughs> and this is such a great and, and tragic love story. But I think that the love that these two had is going to carry bossy to great things. So right after this, Just Me and You featuring Big Cholo and T-Mills, we're going to get into the second part of the Bossy Lara I Love You More interview. See, man, I ain't tripping off none of my homeboys, no. and I ain't tripping off none of her girlfriends. Because I can't do that. We're going to be together. We're going to do it. No, we can do it. Me and you. Resume, real ass bitch with the shit, ain't got time to play. If you into games, I ain't the one to be chasing. If you wanna change your life, then I'm the one to replace her. I know I sound cocky, but I compliment your style. If you meet me halfway, I promise it's worthwhile. They say life is a gamble, take a chance on me. Eating dinner by candlelight, come and romance me. Uh, thug passion like we pop and Jada. Middle fingers to the world, yelling, fuck the haters. Baby, picture me rolling. I promise I'll be your everything. Have you thinking marriage? At the jewelers picking wedding rings You could be my king, I'll be your queen of hearts You just gotta take a leap of faith so we can start I give you all this love and loyalty until the end And I bet I'm all you need in this light and Just sin. me, ooh baby Girl, I wanna just fuck with you Just me, ooh baby Let's ride Just me, ooh baby Girl, I wanna just fuck with you Just me Round and round, now my life is a gamble and I'm all in now No games, just loyalty, love and respect Get the other bitches out the way, I love you to death You respect the game, compliment the hustle Beauty to my beast, and you push me to bubble Never had no second thoughts, yeah I knew you was the one Since we hit the interstate, and you roll with the gun Touching all this money, never switch when I had nothing King of the city, you my queen, that I stay loving Deep in the streets, you never trip how I spend my time Money over but bitches know I'm dedicated to the grind Just me and you trying to take over this cruel world Always by my side with the business You my go girl I know you're riding with me If I'm wrong or right You have been rocking by my side I'm a lucky delight Just me and you Ooh, baby Girl, I wanna just fuck with you Just me and you Ooh, baby Let's ride 
wanna just fuck with you Just me so fucking crazy that i was just like i want this so you became his girl within two weeks yeah of <laughs> really knowing him after you wanted to kill him basically and pretty much did you ever go back and like talk about oh we talked so much shit about that day like uh-huh. because no, but no you- that like the whole situation with with how he was clowning you talking oh. about you know Tell her to take that shit down because it's disrespectful. Did you ever come back and say, yo, why did you just act like <laughs> you didn't talk some trash about me? No, and we, you didn't, yeah. we talked, like, we actually talked about it to Dopey and mm-hmm. we were like, uh, <laughs> if this goes bad, it's your fault. Like, <laughs> yeah. you were the bridge between us, but I was like, um... I was like, for uh, I would always talk shit to him. I'd be like, mm, that's. I was like, that's why you started all that commotion, so mm-hmm. you you could get me to follow your little crumbs, yeah, and go and he's go like, down, no, he's like, go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, with you. he's like, yeah. hell no. Nah. He's like, that wasn't even it, but but it happened. It yeah, it happened. Okay, so and that's what it was. You guys make music together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's your love. You move in. You're living together. Yeah. And you have plans. You, your lives are totally intertwined. And you lost him. You lost him. It's still like, um. How did it happen? What happened to Cholo? What happened to him? Um, he was in Vacaville on June 15th. Uh, he was working on his semi-truck. Mm-hmm. we have a business um and he was coming home you know he got on the freeway and somebody basically just started shooting at him on the freeway um i'm assuming that when they shot him on the freeway in his mind you know he wanted to get to the hospital so he got off of the exit but to my understanding he crashed in the ditch um and i don't know if people stopped and like helped him or Mm -hmm. like if he got out of the truck and tried to get help or like i don't know the details of that but um you don't understand the term a senseless crime or a senseless murder until it happens to you. To you. And yeah. then that's when you're like, it just, it, it so he didn't have sense. no known enemies or no. no one. It's just like a random. He, the last, it's <laughs> so fucked up. Um, the last conversation I had with him, he was like, I'm, on, I'm leaving. I'll be home soon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, because I had just got to a birthday party. I was like, um, I'll only be here for a little bit. Like, uh-huh. if you're coming home right now, like, I'll just highs and buys. I just wanted to see my grandma because mm-hmm. it was my my noni's birthday. I was like, I just want to give my noni her gift and then give Bacon his gift for his kid. I was like, and then I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it's the last. Wow. It's the last conversation we had. 
And it's just, I tell people, from losing him, like, it's just, you gotta, you can't think that, like, tomorrow is promised. Promised, yeah. Because it's not. It's fucking not. Like, losing him has, like, just put so much shit in, like, perspective where it's just, like, it's not worth it. Mm. Like, it's not worth my time. It's not worth my energy. It's not worth, like, wasting any type of emotion on it because it's, like, since he's been gone, I feel like every fucking day that I wake up, I'm just, like, I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. Mm. So fuck sparing somebody's feelings. (laughs) Straight the fuck up. Like... If you thought I was bad when he was here, like, I'm worse because Mm -hmm. he made me better. Yeah. I had something to lose. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that anymore. So it's just, I'm kind of like, you know, you see on my, uh, you've seen on my Instagram, like, I didn't know. Like, I thought I knew depression before. Mm -hmm. I this shit is like on a whole other fucking level. Like you, you will never truly understand like what the fuck it feels like to just have everything fucking taken from you until you're in that position. Like you will never understand what the fuck it feels like to like really want to die. Like every fucking day I wake up, And I have to convince myself to get out of bed. I have to convince myself that it's worth it Mm -hmm. to go to work. I have to convince myself that it's worth it to live Mm. because I lived for him. I loved him. Like that was my fucking life. Right. And my life was taken from me. Like I tell people like when I found out he was gone, like when I found out he wasn't, you know, and you couldn't, like, pick up the phone I, yeah, and call like, him. Yeah, like, I couldn't call him. Like, I couldn't tell him, like, one last time, like, I love you. Like, I mm-hmm. wish I could tell him, like, how much he means to me. Like, I fucking died with him. Like, and I tell people, like, straight up, like, I don't want to be here. I'm here. I'm here because I feel like I have to be, but I don't want to be. I think for you, Bossy... And I'm going to just tell you what I feel and what I see when I look at you. Because, you know, Cholo gave you a gift. And he gave you the gift of love not a lot of us have. Um, and I feel like since he gave you that gift, he also wants you to have the courage to continue on because if you don't then what he gave you that love he gave you isn't in vain he filled you up with something that many of us long for his spirit walks with you every day. And we all long for our soulmate. 
and I'll share something with you. And I, I've talked to you about it before, about the day that I got the email in my box about going to lose my job. And I was sitting in the parking lot of the CVS boohooing because you had told me what happened to Chola. And I felt many emotions. One, I felt, how dare I be sitting here crying and complaining about my job or also lack of love because I don't have, there's certain things that I have sacrificed to get you know, sacrifice having because of my career. Yeah. So how dare I cry and complain about these things when the very thing I want, which is someone to love, it can be taken away. Just like that. Literally. So... There was a very profound moment for me. And um, I just feel like you were so blessed to have that, to have your best friend with you. And it fucking sucks that he's not here. But let me tell you the strength and the power that he has now over your life. You have to have that courage to keep going every day because that man is walking with you right now. He's the most powerful angel that you'll ever have. He's the most powerful angel you will ever have in your life. He is with you now. So when you putting on them eyelashes, girl, <laughs> he's helping you with every stroke. He is walking with you. And I know you're like, I wish I could just tell him and hear his voice, but he hears you and he's there. Just know. And I know you know that. I know it just sucks. It's hard right now when you're grieving, but he is he's with you and you have to have that courage to keep walking mama because he was a blessing to you and you have a very specific set of gifts that you have to give back to this world you have to it you ain't got no choice because you ain't got no choice i know you know you know, <sighs> powerful. It's a powerful thing. Loss. It's loss and grief. I know. I haven't lost a love like you lost, but I I lost my grandfather, and he was the only man that was steady in, in my life, and he changed everything when he when he went and I know he was that man came to me from the other side I knew he before he ever you know before they unplugged him and he we had the surface like he came to me and I know he was gone and he wasn't going to come back because he was in a coma I knew I knew he was going but I knew I had to go on I just had to go on I didn't have no choice because everything that he gave to me, I can't waste that. Yeah. I can't waste that. All that love, I, how do I honor him? Yeah. How do I honor him? I, I go forward. 
and I have those fucked up days. There's days, this happened 1994. There's still days that I wake up and I'm like, granddaddy, you know, like, thank you for the gifts that you gave me and the life that you gave me. And I know what he sacrificed for me. And I, I just, I want, if I can give you anything, I just want to give you those words. You have to have the courage to go on. You have to. You don't have no choice. You don't have no choice, boo. Because we need you. Mm-hmm. He needs you to honor him and go forward. Oh, bossy. You're such an awesome chick. Thank You're you. a real strong motherfucker, boy. <laughs> and... I, for you to go forward, I I just saw you little by little come back, come back to life. Little by little, you come back. Just keep coming, keep coming for us, okay? There's greatness on the other side of this, this grief. I don't know your story. This testimony is going to help somebody. Yeah, it will help somebody one day. I know. I know it will. I don't know who it'll be, but somebody's watching you right now that needs you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fucking sucks. You miss him. You miss him. And it's like, it's like relearning life. Yeah, without somebody. And it's that he was like, you guys went everywhere together. Yeah. Like, like that was he my was your best friend. Yeah. He was like another part of you and it was just torn away. Yeah. Like me, I don't know. It's just like, I know some people don't get it, but it's like we were so connected. Like if something was wrong. Oh, yeah. That's I would know. I'd be like, that what's, you is know, a soulmate. It's just. That's a soulmate. <laughs> and that's the thing that we all are looking for. Yeah. And you found it and you had it. And you still have it. Yeah. He's still with you. I know. It's Honor him and continue on. I know. And maybe one day, you know, like, he'll, he'll send you somebody else. <laughs> God. He will. It's just. And but do you find, thing. like, do you ever think, like, I know you sit and think, will I ever be able to love again after that? You know, I, one of, um, I consider him to be, like, Cholo's brother. I was, I was crying. I was talking to him on the phone, and I was just in my feelings, and I was, like, I was, like, you know what's the most fucked up, like, just random like random thing that crosses my mind and he's like you know what (laughs) like I don't I don't know where you're going with this I was like I feel like it scares me obviously because he's not here I was like but it scares me because I don't know if I'm ever gonna mean that much to somebody Mm. for like the rest of the time that I'm here I was like, and that's scary. I was like, and I know, like, you don't, unless you've had it, mm-hmm. 
you don't get it. Yeah. But it's like when you mean so much to somebody and somebody's so like vested in you and yeah. you're so vested in them, it's like just relearning life, like that's hard enough, but like accepting or like trying to come to terms with the idea that like that's it. Like mm-hmm. you got a taste of it. Oh, you're never wow. going to have it again. Hmm. So that's something that like crosses my mind because like he obviously he loved me and I loved him, but it's just like that type of love. Mm. Like I would do anything for him, you know, like anything like for the first, you know, shit still now, like I wish it was me. Like, I wish that I was with him. Like, I just, I wish that I went with him so that I wouldn't have to live without him, you know? And it's fucked up because I'm, yeah. like, I, I feel selfish because I'm like, you, you're alive. Mm-hmm. You get to wake up every day. Well, that's part of some people battle, you know, PTSD. You know, like there's Yeah. And that like I I feel like, you know, in like the in like the Latino community, like mental health is not something that we talk about. It's not something that we accept, but like no. I needed help. Right. Like I needed help like straight the fuck up. And <laughs> I went to the doctors and I was like Help. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I was like, I don't want to live. I don't want to eat. I don't want to breathe. I was like, I just need help. Yeah. I was like, because if I don't get the help, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And that's what they diagnosed me with. Yeah. They said that I had PTSD. And mm-hmm. I was like, the fuck? Like, I never, like, I've yeah. never gone to war. Like, what the fuck does that mean? And then they had to explain to me how it is that they came about with like yeah. that diagnosis and it's just like it's trauma it's yeah. yeah and like now i've always been one of those people where i'm like if, if you don't know what somebody's going through like don't judge them mm-hmm. like don't mm-hmm. fucking be mean to people like life is too short to sit here and like really be fucking malicious and mean to people yeah like it's just it's not fair and like depression is real <laughs> yeah girl anxiety is real oh Oh, yeah. You know, manic depression is fucking real. Mm -hmm. Like, trauma is real. Yeah. Masking it and compartmentalizing that shit, it's fucking real. Right. Because when I went to therapy, I was in fucking therapy for this shit. I wasn't working. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, if honestly, if they weren't basically, for lack of better words, babysitting me and helping me and giving me the tools that I needed to try to fucking pick myself out of this. I don't know what the fuck I would do. Right. But you don't realize how much shit you're taught to stash. Yeah. And compartmentalize until you're in an environment where everybody's fucked up, but they admit it. Yeah. They admit it. They admit that. Yeah. This is. And that. Honoring their truth. Yes. Yes. So for me, the first um, therapy program that they had sent me to. I felt like an outcast because 
everybody that was there was more or less there for like work related stress, you know, like my boss fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like my boss is picking on me or like my coworkers are assholes. And when it would come time to like share and I would share what the fuck I was going through, the room would get silent. And they're like, my problems seem stupid. And that was really hard for me because I'm like your truth in your life. That's your truth. Uh huh. Like if you're, if your boss is a fucking asshole and all you do is go to work and try to provide for your family, that's major because that is somebody creating like a hostile work environment for you where you're constantly putting yourself in this state of distress mm-hmm. that is relevant in your life. Right. But when I share what's going on with me, yeah, don't go silent because now you're fucking making me feel like I'm ostracized and like people don't go through this and I'm just like some freak of nature. Like I'm here for help. Right. So then they had referred me to another place. And they had basically tried to, you know, like sell it like it's really intense, Uh you know. I don't know if you want to do this. It's really intense. And I'm like, I need fucking help. Like, I don't know how many times I had to ask and say, like, I need help. Right. Like, I need it. Like, I'm not here because I want time off of work. Like, I need fucking help. I'm about to lose my shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't like I, I need it. Yeah. Like, I'm not here for fun. I fucking need it. So they sent me to another place and, like, it felt right. Mm. Because something, something's wrong with all of us. All of us have been through some shit. Oh, yeah, all of us have been through something. All of us have been through some shit. All of us have been through something. But not all of us want to admit that we've been through some shit. Mm -hmm. So. Not not all of us are ready to process what we've been through. Yeah. Yeah. And it. It's real. It's having to process. It is real. And really dig out wounds and yeah. like live in that space with them instead of just, oh, I'm just going to go to work and be a workaholic and just bury my emotions and my yeah. feelings and just like act like everything's okay. No, to really get in that place. You have to get in. It, it hurts. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It is. But in black and Latino communities. It's something that we've, as a people, as peoples have been through so much as just trying to survive Yeah, that mental problems, uh, trauma, you know, things like rape culture, yeah. um, molestation, um, all of these things, we just like bury them. We don't talk about them. Yeah. We don't talk about that. I feel like our 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 people have to be so damn strong just to survive. Yeah. That when those kind of things happen, we just have to push them back and keep going. Yeah, because you're taught like not to show weakness. Weakness. And that for yeah. me, there you go. That yeah. for me was like my biggest problem with. Oh All yeah, of this yes. Is being vulnerable. Yes, yes, I don't like because you're bossy. I don't. Yeah. yeah, and it that has been like so uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. to have people like basically feel bad for me. Oh yeah, that's I don't, the thing for me too. I don't know how to accept that. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want people feeling yeah, sorry for me. Like don't feel sorry for me. And it's like it's fucked up because. You know, I have a friend who her husband has passed and she was like, I would love to tell you that it gets easier. Mm -hmm. She's like, but 
Yeah. It doesn't. She's like, you're going to have days where you feel okay. She's like, you're going to have days where you just, you know, you don't want to get out of bed. She's like, and then you're going to have really good days. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're going to have really, really good days where like, you almost imagine like he's at work. Yeah. She's like, but then she's like, it's probably going to happen for you more so than it does for me. She's like, someone recognized you mm. and comes up to you. Yeah. Says, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And they take you from here and they bring you down here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and okay, there's nothing you can do yeah, about she's it. She's like, there's nothing you can do. She's like, you can, you know, if you can come up with a script or you can, she's like, it, it's different. She's mm-hmm. like, every person is different. She's like, but it's going to happen. She's like, and I just want to be real with you and tell you like, this is what's going to come expect it at least if you expect it you'll know how to handle it better Mm -hmm. and um that has happened and i remember thinking like it it won't fuck me up it won't fuck me up if if somebody comes up to me and you know Mm -hmm. and and i don't recognize them they recognize me like it's not gonna fuck me up and fucked me up because i was yeah like i was I was okay. Like uh-huh. I got out of bed. I, you know, I was supposed to go and have lunch or brunch with my friends. And I was like, okay, like I'm getting out of the house. Like nobody had to like come and drag me out of the house. Like I'm yeah. willingly like getting up. I'm getting ready. Like I have something to do. I have a list of things that I'm going to do for the day. And when that happened, I just, I wanted to go home Yeah, because I felt selfish I felt selfish for living. I felt selfish for like, how fucking dare you come to like this restaurant? Like how fucking dare you sit here and be happy and have these plans to have brunch with your friends? Like how fucking dare you? Like you should be at home. And that's mm-hmm. like the internal argument that guilt. I'm constantly having. Yeah. yeah. This guilt. Yeah. yeah. Guilt. Because I'm learning, I'm trying to learn how to live mm-hmm. without him. Like, do you know how fucking weird it is to, like, not call and be like, hey, I'm going here. Do you want something? Or, hey, I'm going to my mom's. I'll be home. Where are you at? Just, like, everyday basic. Every fucking day. Basic little things. Like Yeah. yeah. Like, going back to work. Like, take out the trash food. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like, like, grabbing, me grabbing the fucking trash bag and being like, you didn't see it was full. You know, like. Yeah. But going back to work, like. That was another thing where I was like, every, there's do no you good feel like text. everyone with, I mean, like, did you feel like everybody was just looking at you? Yes. Everybody was just looking at you. And they still do. And, you know, um, it's just like, I'm different. Yeah. Like I'm different. And I'm now like trying to find myself without him. Like I'm trying to find who am I without Cholo? Yeah. And some days when I go to work, like I'm, hey, you know, good morning, whatever. And then some days I'm just like, don't even fucking look at me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. some days I come with makeup on and I'm like, hey, you know, and some days I'm just like, fuck off. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know what this is. So the, I can't prepare people because like, my friend, like, she'll, we, she's on the other side of my wall. So, like, some days she 
pops out and she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, you know, uh-huh. like I'm in a good mood. And someday she fucking bends the corner and I'm sitting there like bawling my fucking eyes out. And nobody knows. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, uh, I can't hide it mm-hmm. because it's part of me. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I tried, I tried really hard to like be composed and I'm just like, that's not me. Don't like, that's you not can't me. Do that. And I that's can't just another, because it's just going to fuck me up. Yeah. You're just more. burying it. Yeah. Yeah. It's you gotta just, be brave and live your truth. Yeah, and, you know, like it's it's going it's somehow some way you're, you're going to see one day somebody is going to need you need yeah. what you have. Just like you have your friend that's husband passed. Yeah. And sh- she's able to give you some insight. Somebody yeah. is going to need you desperately. It's going to go through something and you're going to be there to help them. And I I guarantee it's going to happen because you have you're so strong, bossy. like you really are. I don't even think you, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you understand how strong you are. People, I don't know. It's like people tell me that and I like everybody. It's like, that's the common fucking word. It's like, mm-hmm. you're strong, you're strong, you're strong. And I'm like, I don't feel like it, but it's just like, I, I don't like, <laughs> yeah, I really I don't, don't like, cause I, I feel like I'm like, I'm weak right now. I'm weak. I'm vulnerable, but I'm also like trying to like, okay, what, how do I no, do this? But what is, but why do why why do we as women and this is i'm spitting this right now why do we as women think that crying and vulnerability is weak because that's what we were taught but that's not what it is yeah it's our strength yeah it's our strength that's what we're we're here for that yeah women are here for that we're here for nurturing and we have this vibration about us you know this this thing that we're connected to god and we are goddesses we are um we're able to create and manifest things Mm -hmm. in ways that men can't do because we have womb energy we have that that ability and for us to yeah and for us to push down the vulnerability and push down you know tears because we see it as a weakness because we've been told in this society that you know you have to be strong like a man you see what it's doing to men it's breaking them down it's break they're broken too yeah they're the most they're the most broken. broken they gotta hide it more than us yes and if anything, we have to teach our next generation that he, colored people need healing too. Yeah, for real. Because our Caucasian counterparts are out in therapy and they're getting it and they're yogi and they're all this kind of stuff yeah. and meditation and all that. And it's for no, all it's, their chakras are. Oh, yeah, that's the. Well, we're all over here, over here. <laughs> talking about fuck you and your colored rocks. Like, <laughs> yeah. I th- no. And like, no. that's what was a trip. When I went to therapy was that I was like, there's, there's colored people here. Yeah. There's what? Thank God that we're opening up to that. Yeah. Is it, was it mostly men or was it women? No, it was a mix. Good. It was a mix. Good. Good. Thank you. That gives me hope. Yeah. 
Because I just feel like men are a lot far behind us than... No, a lot of the classes were predominantly men, could, believe it or not. Good. I'm glad that to hear that. Yeah. Because we are, we are hurting as a people. For sure. Yeah. Blacks and Latinos, we are caught up in some real self-hatred stuff. And it all comes from, you know, us not being able to heal ourselves and really love ourselves. Yeah, because um, the fuck is the saying? What did it say? Something like you can't piece together a broken person without cutting yourself. Yeah. And for me, it's like I disagree with that. Because for you to try to piece together that person, you're willing to cut yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're willing to put them back together. And that to me is like something bigger. Like if, you know, like if somebody hearing about me going to therapy makes them go to therapy. Yeah. Let me take my broken pieces to help put your broken pieces together. And that's, together. that's you're, so basically so the saying is, is that you can't piece together a broken person because you're going to cut yourself. But the truth behind that statement is that the person that's broken has to be willing and wants to heal themselves before you can even help them pick up anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They have to want to do it themselves. Yeah. And that's really what it is because you can't you can't break yourself on somebody else who's not yeah. willing to heal you just Definitely. can't do it yeah but i i mean shit after going to therapy i'm like everybody needs therapy Every, <laughs> everybody all y'all all y'all need to go in here it, and get some tools to help yourself and heal yourself because it's all about uh, we as blacks and Latinos were not given the tools that we need to heal. No, we're given different tools. We're given tools where like, um, you're supposed to, I mean, fuck shit. Maybe I'm a hustler because I got a lot of fucked up shit that I've been through and that's what keeps my mind busy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been a workaholic in my time. Yeah. I've like, definitely worked through a lot of stuff, you know, and just work my way through it. I remember, um, this is, I was with somebody for like four years and they were by far my best friend and, yeah. and we broke up and he moved on really quickly and got himself a new girl. And my heart was absolutely broken. And I was just starting on air at my first radio gig. And I swear every day I would sit behind that board and just bawl my eyes out. You know, I would just cry every day. Um, and I don't know what my point was at this point. <laughs> but, that fucking vato. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, you know, I just worked through it. I didn't yeah. know how to do anything else. I was just work, 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 work through myself into work. And if I didn't have that, I don't know where I would have been. And now, that's. Yeah. That, and that's, that's how where, I, yeah. that's how I dealt with it at the time. I didn't have the right tools to go and, and figure out, oh, well, I probably need some help getting through this because I lost my best friend yeah. and I, I don't have the one person I would it talk to one person I would talk to about it. Yeah. I can't talk to him. And I tell people, yeah. um, you could grieve somebody who's alive. Yeah. Oh, for you sure. You can 
definitely grieve somebody who's alive. Yeah, I did. I did because I knew it was gone. I knew it was done and it was over. You know, I knew it was over and I really had to go through that. Now, flash forward to my 37th year and I'm going through something else. I broke apart into a thousand pieces and I really at this time dug in, dug in to every emotion I was having and really, you know, because I had gone to therapy for other reasons. So I knew that I could not bury this and I had to deal with it. Like I had to dig in and go, these are the wounds. These are the issues. Why am I having these problems? Allowing the emotions to come. Yeah. And, and knowing that emotions are energy mm-hmm. and they will pass. Yeah. Probably surface again. But this is like, man. Yeah, you just, yeah. you gotta. Yeah, you gotta go through it. You have to. You have to go I through it. I think that's what I had put on my, um, on my post. And I, I feel like sometimes I, I gotta be careful with what I say because the people who are like close to me, like mm-hmm. my inner circle, like there's certain things that I say were like, immediately my phone's ringing yeah where are you yeah are you are okay? you by yourself mm-hmm. are you okay yeah are there, yeah yeah you know and um i had said like sometimes it's waves sometimes it's tsunamis <laughs> yeah and i'm not a meteorologist you're not a meteorologist yeah. i don't know the forecast <laughs> right. i don't you know mm-hmm. it's california the weather could change any day and it's just I feel like knowing that mm-hmm. it, it makes it a little bit easier. Like, okay, if it's a wave, my toes get wet. All right, cool, whatever. It's, it's, it's a goddamn tsunami. Today. Okay, I got my boogie board <laughs> and I got, you know, I'll, I'll make it through the waves. I somehow. got this flotation yeah. device that I'm yeah, going to do with. I got you know? something, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah, I feel it. Well, thank you so much, Bossy, for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you sharing your story and opening up and being so vulnerable. And I know that somebody's going to hear your story and be, be um, healed from it, or maybe see hear some insight on you know whatever they're going through. Yeah, you know, and maybe it'll it'll help somebody. I definitely know that. And just I, if I can give you anything, I would just want to grant you courage to keep going because we need you. Thank you. That's it. So Allen Network, y'all, give out your social media so people can follow you and see all your shenanigans. Because <laughs> the girl be going through it and she be telling everybody about their sales and their business, baby. I'm don't so get it bad. messed up. Don't get it messed yeah, up. Don't, don't you'll think... get your feelings hurt up there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Shit. Through depression or not, I'm still talking shit. I'll be, I'll be on my motherfucking deathbed talking shit like, hold on. I got to post this meme. It's the people who I'm going to piss off. No. Yeah. Um, on IG, it's at Bossaletta, B-O-S-S-I-L-E-R-A. It's the Allen Network taking you out with Bossy Lara, wavy baby. Thank you for listening. Go cry.
crazy, baby. Let me do my thing. I'm a wavy, baby. Can't hold me down. I'll go Swayze, baby. All gas, no brakes on the daily lately. Been hated greatly, but it comes with a line of work. They just mad I had a dream and I made it work. Ill fingers on the beat, you know we got a hit. Got the California flow, you hear when I spit. From the land of G Funk and Hyphy, where the girls got gang, they finesse and feisty. Go dumb to Mac Dre, be stomp for YG. We nothing like the rest trying to make us wifey, hey, hey. I'm feeling myself, no time for fuck boys, we rebuke and repel From LA to the Bay, shit we all a little different Go hard or go home, it's lit, we belligerent I'm from the bottom but I made it I'm eating good, living good, gripping leather all the wood It's something born with the top down, down I know my haters see me now I'm loving the air that I'm breathing And ever gonna stop, I ain't quitting Yeah, all of my people, we winning Cause this is our season Make sure the beat knock you when you play my black No hyphy ain't dead, ghost ride the whip And if you ain't no punk, represent your clique If my ladies run this, throw them hands up high All the fellas sip something for the ones in the sky If you saucy and you know it, better clap your hands And if you get it, how you live it, go and show them bands I'm from the bottom, but I made it I'm eating good, living good, gripping leather all the wood It's something pouring with the top down, down I know my haters see me now I'm loving the air that I'm breathing And ever gonna stop, I ain't quitting Yeah, all of my people, we winning Cause this is our season for my city and I always show love for everyone in my committee I'm known to stay gritty the flow be so witty your girl be so illy I'm kind of a big dilly can you believe that they said I never make it I really been based off what it takes can't fake this just a valley girl who been destined for greatness I'm a heavyweight they ain't even in my ranking California made me California raised me got the gift to gab so you can never play me can't touch us on my MC hammer meaning you compare to me be like cookies to bama got that hit me for you see me oh we blowing his laugh We be on another level with our head in the clouds Got to hit me for you see me, oh, we blowing his laugh We be on another level with our head in the clouds I'm from the bottom, but I made it I'm eating good, living good, gripping leather all the wood It's something pouring with the top down, down I know my haters see me now I'm loving the air that I'm breathing And ever gonna stop, I ain't quitting Yeah, all of my people, we winning Cause this is our season